next gen because the next gen is really different. Yeah. That's what I was saying is that these current gen games that came right before next gen were going to be pretty bad because all their focus and all of their uh, designers and software engineers were going towards next gen content. So like this was like this 2K was 2K guys. Trash, yeah. yeah. This most it's recent different. one, don't they have like a, a new world or something? It's a pack of ass. It's a pack of ass. And it's terrible. The world is, it's, is it's, it's a cool idea, but it's not implemented well at all. Wow. Yeah. The shooting is terrible. The aiming, I don't know why you would add aiming to it. Have you been playing in the park, Rand? <laughs> no, I've just, I haven't even gotten it yet. I've seen a couple of buddies of mine play it and I've seen some videos and it just, when yeah. you're talking about aiming, is it like uh, remember yeah, the NBA Live? <laughs> remember the NBA Live where they had like the little joint going when you were shooting free throws, and then you had to no, line it up. Like actual <laughs> it's aim, pretty like much you like that. Jump shot. You got to no, shoot, aim, and then you got to time or your air ball. Yeah, yeah. like you yeah. have to aim or like you'll miss. Wow, it's impossible to do a reverse layup now. It's ridiculous. Nothing in common. Nothing to say. Nothing to comment. I can't stay comfortable. Welcome back. Hi guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? A week off. I see you all it like a crack addict. How's everybody's uh holidays? Very simple, very quiet. It's nice. Yeah. Cool, man. Couldn't make my rounds this year, you know. Fucking yeah, how was it? How was it with the pandemic? Uh it's cool. It's pretty Basically at home and went to your crib. That was it. Yeah, it's pretty low key, but you know, would have loved to made some rounds, get some plates. I was trying to hit Kareem's, you know what I mean? But in my pod, Missed out. Missed out. <laughs> I was trying to hit him with, "Yo, what you doing?" Now nah, we just chilling. All right, cool. <laughs> like, mm, nah. mm, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? Some old folks. Oh man. Oh oh oh. Do you sound like you got a story to tell? D, D, all right, I'll tell you. D I came over to my house. And, uh, we were sitting downstairs watching Hallmark movies and stuff, having some red wine. And my fiance pulled out uh, a glass for him, a plastic cup for him to have some wine. And he looked at her like she had three different heads, like, oh, y'all different over here. That's what he said. <laughs> he was like, y'all are different over here. I went, what you mean? He said, y'all be here drinking wine and shit. I don't want to whine. Dude, <laughs> Rashawn's like, honey, honey, show him, show him Love Island. D will love Love Island. I'm like, nigga, if you don't get this shit up my fucking face. Excuse me, Edgar, my fault. You gotta edit all that shit, all my swears out of there, but it's all good. <laughs> I was just like, bro. This is what this is what married life is, huh? Okay, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> just two different lifestyles at this point. Mm. And especially, especially knowing where Rashawn came from. See, Rashawn be forgetting his roots. Easy, easy, buddy. <laughs> See what he's doing now, man. See him in retirement is it's like, man. <laughs> Listen, I had, to, I had to put the jersey up in the rafters, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was, a, it was a happy moment, but it was a moment where it was like, you know when you, like, let your dog, like, run away? And, like, you got to, like, smile at it happily as it runs away? And it's just like, yo, we can't be together no more, but you got to have a better life out there on those streets. Damn, you, it was you like I, I left that house with a good feeling, like, yeah, my boy's done it. You had to set him free? 
Yeah, I was like, I can't be here no more though, because I'm just gonna mess this shit up. <laughs> that's real mature of you, D. That's, I'm gonna have to watch from afar. Right. You know, <laughs> drive by and reminisce, you know. Mm, there you go. Because if I stayed there any longer, we was turning up, bro. <laughs> I was gonna turn that whole house up. <laughs> or falling asleep. You look like you was pretty high. Hey, man, I'm enjoying Massachusetts' new laws, man. You know. <laughs> the federal, the country's new Actually, laws. Actually, the country's new laws, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Respect. Respect. That's actually pretty big. I'm kind of surprised that happens when it did. Actually, let me enjoy something right now, you know what I'm saying? Always. I don't, I don't, know, if the, I don't know if it's legal yet. De- no, it's playing. <laughs> there was, uh, I was looking at something on um, Instagram. It was like a few people who invested in like, some like marijuana like distribution companies and like the moment they passed this law their stock went from like five dollars to like they made like five thousand dollars within the span of like 25 minutes based off of this one friggin marijuana company it's just crazy how things like that work you know i wish i knew stocks i wish damn it right five thousand dollars Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Can you imagine? I think we were talking about it on the podcast how Jay Z just um invested in some shit with the uh, marijuana. Did did speaking of marijuana, did y'all see about Paul Pierce is being sued? What? For what? By his by his weed man, I guess, for like unpaid <laughs> bills and shit. <laughs> oh, so I that, ex- some shit that on... explains why Paul be out here saying some crazy shit now. Yeah, that explains some one of the hardest Paul Pierce lines ever. <laughs> He says, smoking on that headband. I call that shit that Paul Pierce. Damn, Paul. Yeah, Paul Pierce, uh, sued by his weed guy. I built your grow house. Where is it? Well, oh, wow. That's guy. And you that, stiffed me. That's more than a weed guy. Yeah, he that's said, not just he your said local I, village. He said, I built yeah, you. Oh, this is TMZ. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was yesterday. I was like, what? Building a grow house is not your weed guy. Let me just say that. So TMZ... <laughs> Fix their headline Dude, with that one. Over an alleged marijuana deal gone bad. <laughs> wow. So another uh basketball world news. We had uh, a pretty decent <laughs> I wouldn't say it's decent though, but we had a we had a nice little fight uh last Saturday. Uh Nate Robinson <laughs> versus Jake Paul. Oh man. Any uh you know, you know, that shit felt <laughs> racist, bro. That shit felt like watching Mississippi. It was burning, tough bro. timing. Yeah, it was tough timing. It, I know it's not racist, but I Did really you say I Mississippi really Rising? Mississippi Burning, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, that, that, shit felt felt like, like... that shit felt like Washington Roots and Kuta Kente getting whipped to his name saying Toby. Yeah, it, it did seem pretty racial. That was like watching my uncle get knocked out, bro. You can't do nothing about it. <laughs> that looked like dog. when Ray... That was like when Radio Raheem got choked out in the end of uh, <laughs> Yo, yo, Book, now that you said that now, after the, the situation that happened at D's house, <laughs> that's how I associate that situation. <laughs> with the with the leg oh, shaking. Shit, that's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh man, for 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 our audience like, or wh- no whoever bullshit. whoever will listen to this, uh, D had a well, you'll you'll hear it in the in the most 
recent um episode before this. What, yeah, yo, as Hole said, niggas want my old shit, buy my old album. Exactly. Go back in the catalog. <laughs> you can listen to that if you want to hear exactly. that story. Yeah. Yo, so but like no bullshit. I knew this shit was gonna be a bad idea when he started the fight, like a hood fight. He just like ran up to him, like he was trying to grapple him, like to start the fight. Like I was like, yo, look like Nate Robinson. Nobody ever trained him. Like, yo, yeah. you have to like kind of keep your distance and and protect yourself. It was yeah. like, bro, just go out there, swing. And my bro, dad bro. said, my dad said Nate was so bad that he made Jake Paul look like. Uh, uh, like elite a, fighter. A prize fighter. <laughs> he looked like a prize fighter. Bro, like, bro. Bro. He looks like yeah. he looks like yo, like fucking like prime Roy Jones or some shit. Like he was out there like bobbing and weaving and just catching him like bop. He wasn't he hit him hard. He, he did hit him hard though. He, he caught him. He definitely hard. caught him. But he hit he him like hit this. Him he hit him like this. It was wild, and it was like one of these. That, like he came nah, over was, the head. Was, yeah, and those, right like here. those are the knockout shots, though. Like when you're ducking, bro. But if if Nate, yeah, if, right Nate if Nate stuck to his mechanics, though, because Jake was throwing those wild punches. If he stuck to his mechanics, if he stuck, exactly. Any mechanics. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But I, I know he walked into that situation. The first when they when that bell rung, right. And he and got he in ran. there. He ran and he was like trying to tackle. He was trying to hug dude. I'm like, yo, yo, oh, he face, thought it was a yo, hug your fight. face and your body's exposed. Yeah. What are you he doing? He was looking to slam him on top of a on top of a Cadillac like bumper. Like he was hey, he was looking at body slam him to start we, the fight. Can we give a shout out to Uncle Snoop though? Cause the way oh, he best commentator ever. Yo, oh my yeah. god. Best Hilarious. commentator ever. I've been saying that when Bro, he the did range, the Lakers game a few years ago, too. The range he's got, he's commentated. I've seen him on hockey games. Boxing now, basketball, like he he's doing he's doing a little bit of everything. Somebody needs to give him a bag to do games. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I would I would definitely pay to watch or figure out a way to stream it. And it's nice to see like <laughs> it's nice to see like uh, one of our legends like mature in the game and like see how he can diversify what he like how he can move from just being a rapper to like now he's like a pop culture icon. Like he's got that uh corona commercial with uh bad bunny i've seen a bunch of times and bad bunny corona. just passed drake for most uh streams on spotify bad bunny, bad did bunny for did? drake yeah yeah whoa yo he had the um Spanish he, deal. he has the um yeah. he had that mcdonald's thing too um in latin america you know the same thing they did with Travis Scott. that was jay ball <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad yeah, two different dudes two different dudes <laughs> Fake news. Yeah, I know my. <laughs> I personally lo- know my Hispanic artist. Back to the fight, though. Yeah. I when this first happened, when this first came out, I, I was I was like, Nate should shut up. Like this dude, Jake Paul, he has a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> the way that the way that he and his brother move in, in social media, everybody's gunning for them. Every, him, Logan Paul is his brother, and they do unlikable stuff, I guess. But actually, it's, it's likable because so many very people, unlikable. It, so many people watch it, so yeah, they, but whatever. But, but, but they're very um polarizing figures. But with those type of people, it's like you have to be careful because they're they will they're such assholes, and I can relate to this. They're such assholes that they're crazy enough to actually do whatever they say they're doing just to prove to you that you were wrong. So knowing that is seeing that, and I recognize that in those two, in and Jake. And then 
seeing his past fight, it was like, yo, this dude's actually in shape. And seeing him train and stuff, it was like, this dude actually took this very, 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 very serious. Jake's 6'1". Nate is 5'9". So right there, there's a reach problem. No reach. There's a reach reach problem right there. Exactly. So I'm like, for Nate to take this fight, I I thought he'd been boxing, like, in his spare time. Because to go into this with no boxing training against someone like him, I I just didn't understand. I I thought you'd be more confident. I thought you'd take it a little more seriously. Yeah. Because it really showed, I think everybody, you you know, not everybody's a professional fighter. Not everybody has been in a ring. I I haven't been in a professional fight. I mean, I used to go into a little, like, training stuff back when I was younger, but that's that's different stuff. But I think everybody sees that Nate was not ready. And and it had no technical skills. And like it's just like what what happened, Nate? Or if he did all that shit, I think I think it got no, 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 no. I think he got in that ring and Jake Paul came out swinging. He got hit, hit, and then that's when everything in the heat of the moment. I think that's where his mechanics, his mechanics went out the window. Everybody has a plan until you get hit in the face. Hit in the mouth. Hit in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Hit in the mouth. Punch in the face. Yeah. Whatever it is, you said it. Yeah. But to me, again, then it's like, yo, Nate, you're an NBA player. You should have, I don't, he's been retired, but your cardio should be next level. Yeah, how many many rounds did he go? How many rounds did he go? Two it rounds. Went two rounds. Shit, two no, it went two it's not rounds. That's not even a cardio issue, I feel like. Yeah, it's not a cardio issue. Why not rely on it? Two minutes. Rely on it and fucking get on your bicycle and move around the ring. Yeah. Exactly. And tire Jake Paul out. And that's what I was I was like, Nate, you should you don't try and hug him because the moment you try to grab him, you're exposed. Exactly. He's well, just no, but I, I can see, I can see where he he's doing that because he never made him see different angles either. He never made him see different angles. He was just straight right in front of him the whole time. He didn't move. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like, I can see if he if hits he's... me, he hits me. Like, right, but if he's trying to get close, like that makes sense because when you have a, a reach advantage and Jake Paul has got the longer reach, you want to close that gap so he can't reach you, but you can't get to him. Exactly, so that makes sense but... for Nate to want to get in there. Yeah. But the way he went about it, just rushing him like that, and the way. Yeah. He tried to follow that game plan throughout was not working, yeah. obviously. So that's when you got to scrap it and find someone else. But if he moved around, because Jake Jake was coming into that situation thinking, yo, I gotta, I gotta charge Nate because this is how I'm gonna win this fight. I'm gonna try and knock his head off within the first couple of minutes. Jake should just kept his reach and just and just gone for yeah, hooks and jabs. Because, like, because if I'm if I'm gonna get dance around, if I'm gonna dance around with this dude, I'm not gonna last <laughs> eight rounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it might, he, I, he got the reach, but he got to throw him and that's going to tire him out too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and as Kareem said, these dude, this dude, Jake Paul and, and his associates there, um, they've done unlikable stuff in the past. I don't know what it is yet. I mean, I can't detail off the top of my head, but in contradiction to that, there is something that I find um, somewhat admirable about uh, amateur person or someone, a creator, a uh, content creator, just uh, an imaginative mind just figuring it out and it. elevating to this status and starting to not just beat up, not just dominate YouTube. And then now you, you move over to fighting and you're starting to create a name for yourself in fighting. Like just in terms of just like a story of like just success or just moving upwards and just going against the grain. 
I do admire that a little bit. But uh, I admire it. I respect it. I think yeah. I definitely see where like my my envy comes out because like you said, D, he's so successful right now. He's made so much money that he can now pursue things like that. Like he's gotten into boxing, but that's yeah. because he he has the money and wherewithal and ability to do that. So he can really train with good trainers and, and learn these things because he's done that. So like, uh, like you said, I admire and respect that, but I'm also like, well, if he wasn't as successful or if this didn't work out this way or this didn't happen that way, you know, how would things be different? Right. You know, but, but regardless, you know, you look at where he is now and he's done, you know, amazing for himself given, you know, where he started and where he is now. So without a doubt, you gotta you gotta give him respect for that at the, at the very least. Now, do I think he can fight Conor McGregor? No, he needs to watch his mouth. <laughs> but but he's gonna make so much money just getting by in just the ring talking about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just I get like, I get the move. I, I understand the play. I get the move. Yeah, but yo, Conor McGregor will fuck you up. Yeah, not a good move. Damn. Shout out to Nate though. He got kids, man. Floyd, like... if he tried to fight Floyd, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Yeah, he, he wilding at that point. That's too much. <laughs> those are, those are goats. Yeah. Those Nate, are goats, bro. Goats in the field. He can't do that. Nate got two sons, bro. Nate took it, though. Everybody was saying Nate uh, came back and took the jokes and just kept moving. Like, he, you have to. You have to. You have There's to, nothing right? else he can do. Yeah, he, he, under, he understands gotta, the culture. So I respect that. When you're crying on the inside, bro. Right, yeah, right. Yo, I, do I you, respect that. Do you, go home? do you go home and do you block YouTube for now on? Like, YouTube's <laughs> right. not allowed? I would turn off. I'd be, I'd be social. I'd be zero dark 30, like LeBron says. Social media dark <laughs> for the next yeah. two months. I don't want to watch sports I don't want to watch nothing because then you catch strays like Bill Walton. You're watching a UNC <laughs> basketball game and then your name gets brought up. Like, what the hell's going well, on? Well, you got yeah. Steph Curry who replies like, uh, Nate, get, get it out. Like, I, I'm about up. to shock the world. And then, like, the next day, Steph goes, I see no lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Oh, man. What you, you trying to do, man? <laughs> What yeah, we got to, Big Max, but what you yeah. trying to do? What, 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 or what? Or what? <laughs> or what? He said, he said, or oh, what? <laughs> That's what a Big Mac. I'm like, yeah, but what if I don't give it to you? <laughs> oh, man, yo. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. That's like when you knock your dad out. And he tell you to do something like, yo, nah, you do it. Did <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart have a skit on that when he was like, after he got dropped by the dude on the street, he was like, take the trash. I was like, don't let me get, what's his name down there? He's like, you know what, Kevin? Get something else. <laughs> so I'm going to go pick this up myself. He's like, who hit me? He's like an octopus but or something. It's oh, crazy man. that that fight overshadowed Mike and uh, Roy. Yeah. yeah, it did. I think it was because of the to... result. Right. After hearing Mike and Roy talk afterwards, it didn't, it wasn't like what I thought it would have been, you know. Uh, Do you think it should have been a draw? No. I think Mike beat him. I think Roy did what Nate was trying to do because there were times (laughs) when Mike was hitting him with some, with some like crazy shots to the chest and he would wrap him up. And I'm like, oh, this is what Nate was trying to do. (laughs) Yo, them body shots looked. Terrible, bro. A mic no, body like shot, Mike, yo. Yeah, those shits look like they were. Yeah, I was like feeling bad. I was thinking, yeah, I was like, oh. No, ooh. but I feel like there were times where Mike was really trying to take his head off. 
Like he you know, and, that, and then that's that's the other thing for me. At the end, Roy Jones is clearly exhausted. Oh, yeah. Mike sounds like he could keep going. Yeah. Like Mike yeah, sounds like he could get he the took step back in the I mean, we saw the videos. Mike was, yeah, Mike was, was doing yeah, shock Mike was therapy. Really that motherfucker was doing some crazy like, shit. Like as crazy as it sounds, Mike Tyson looks like if he really wanted to, he can go make a career out of this. Like he could just. I think he can come out of retirement and be like, you know what? I'll fight some like petty fights. Not, not, I think I think yeah. his, me- not his even mental. Is no, I'm talking about I'm talking about like actually fight again professionally. Oh, Obviously, okay. not for like a belt or not for like a title or anything like that. But like, if he wanted to take some like, he could take like some headliner fights where he could just fight against somebody like who, whoever wants to make a name for it and stuff like that. Not for like a belt or anything like that. But, but do you think I with like his Nate Robinson? My bad, Kareem. No, go ahead. But do you think with like Nate and Jake's fight, do you think that we're gonna see like more celebrities like getting into a ring now? Absolutely. Do you see that happening? Isn't that Jake's second fight too? He fought KS1. Yeah. That no, he does his third fight. That's his third fight. Yeah, I think he fought KSI twice, right? I don't know. I know he I fought. Think he, I think I think he, he was two and right? up before the fight. I'm pretty sure he was two and up before the fight. Oh. So yeah, he I think yeah. he has to be three and up. Who else was talking about a celebrity boxing thing? Um, I saw somebody post something about it. I want it was like a rapper. Wasn't that a show on? Um, wasn't Soldier Boy supposed to have a boxing match? Network? Like Chris Brown or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was supposed to happen. There was a Soldier Boy, Chris Brown, because then mad people were trying to get into this fight too. They were just calling. No, but random a lot people. of people aren't going to do it. A lot of, and that's why I'll give Nate credit. Um, they actually got in the ring. A lot of people would not do this. A lot of those rappers have no, no hands. None. No. They're not getting in the fight. So it's like I think like, no. I think we will see it, but we won't see it because a lot of people can't fight. Yeah, that's true. What about uh, a Gucci Jeezy boxing match? That will that, that will turn quickly to shooting. Oh hell yeah! Like, Yo, what's the <laughs> 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 that will quickly turn to a marksman competition. Oh, yeah. they're in the ring, missing each other too, spraying. Yeah. <laughs> that shit. Uh, I can see uh-huh. Chris Brown getting in the ring right now. Chris Brown is somebody I'd see if he got into a fight, he would be like, he would really train. Like I could see him really, you know, like focusing on and getting in and getting ready to like fight like that, like really training boxing wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he got, he, got the not, fo- he got the footwork for it. Yeah. Right, Pause. but not everybody's going to take it seriously. I don't know if that like sounds that. weird. I mean, he's what? already going to know, so. <laughs> what, because he beat Frank Ocean? Hold on. We're giving him. Whoa! This whole conversation Whoa. sounds sus. <laughs> you said he wanted to overshine. What he take? What, what he went against you? I mean, he already got that dub against Rihanna, but I feel like he might call he sap to the sap to the ring. Or oh, Tory Lanez Meg the Stallion boxing match. Yeah. Oh man, y'all wild. That's messed up. That's messed up. <laughs> Another NBA, another NBA news, and 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 uh, talking about the ladies that they are engaged with, or uh, interacting with, not engaged with. Uh, who we got? We got Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley, Larsa Pimpin. What's going on, man? Give me the tea. <sighs> so according to uh, the Shade Room, Malik Beasley and Larsa Pimpin were spotted at a mall. Um. Malik Beasley day. plays for the Timberwolves? Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, he plays for the T Wolves, and he was spotted with Larson. He just Larson signed Pippen a new deal too. Just a day before his oh. birthday, and uh, when that photo surfaced, uh, his wife 
of three months, I believe, was shocked to see yeah. the two together because he did not make it back for Kelly, his yeah. for his birthday. So uh, some yeah. could speculate, but if you put two and two together, we can only assume what took place. Because they were caught holding hands too. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, Alleg- uh, it's a picture. There's no allegedly. It's a photo proof. But I think there's there's yeah, DM messages there. too. Um, I think Malik slid into Lars's DMs, and that's how that no, started. No, no, he slid right into a regular photo. It was all oh. out in the open. Oh, like a regular and a regular Instagram photo. <laughs> oh, he didn't even slide in the DMs. He just put it all out there, and then obviously, you know, people those things last forever. So somebody obviously screenshotted it, and it's out there in the open. My man yeah. couldn't at least slide in the DMs. But a Snapchat or something like that where there's really no proof of anything. Nah, he just puts that up there for everybody. Nah, I saw this funny thing, Mook. You said he just signed a contract. He just signed like a 60 mil contract. And yeah. uh, after this came out, um, somebody took, somebody uh, quoted that, you know, um, his like wife wants a divorce because they saw the Larsa Pippen um, story. And somebody just crossed out and red marker the 60 and put 30 mil. Half of that's going to the wife, divorce instantly. That should have me dying. Yeah. Immediately, that's half gone right there. Damn, he should have did this shit before he got rich. He should have told him, like, I'm gonna hold off on the contract extension, we'll sign that shit next season. Right, if... I'll stay on the rookie deal for now. But he done messed up, man. He done lost half of that instantly. Yeah, he gotta be smarter than that, man. At least, at least act like somebody hacked your Instagram account or something. That's too easy. <laughs> he was <laughs> you know in the I mean? open. That's crazy. Yeah, that's just I, like I a, like awareness, lack of thoughtfulness. Just like like you said, commenting on a picture, uh, going in public, and just like thinking you're a six five NBA player. People are gonna take pictures of you. You know, like you're gonna stand out. And, like, and people know who Laura Pippen is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Paparazzi. I lost it. It's my fault. Yeah. Like you, you act like it's you act like it was like some regular girl like on the street or some shit like that. Like, bro, like, right. I'll give, bro, even Tristan Thompson was more secretive than fucking. No, he wasn't. Malik. Yes, he was. That shit was flagrant, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, now. that. Did they that have pictures walking down the street? They no, had, no, they, they, were sur- they were surveillance photos. I mean, but like videos. Surveillance photos. It wasn't like he was walking down the street holding Jordan Wood's hand or those other twins' hands or whatever. Like, this man got caught, like, on somebody else's shit. Like, somebody took a. A grainy ass photo of him. He could have tried to deny that shit. And he thought he was incognito because he had a mask on, huh? Exactly. <laughs> Malik Beasley was like, "Yeah, I'm six six, wearing like probably like some Gucci shit or something like that, just walking down the street holding." And she didn't have a. Ma- I'm pretty sure she didn't even have a mask on. That's how everybody knew it was her. People mm. were saying Larsa um, met Malik right after he signed his uh, sixty million dollar contract. <laughs> Wow. Wow. He became eligible for her. <laughs> That's so wild, yo. Imagine being her yeah. son at Vandy and you're like sitting in the game room or something and like it pops up <laughs> on the screen like breaking news and he's just like, fuck. Again, mom? <laughs> God damn. Oh, that's tough. He was like, yo, that's bro, tough. you see your mom's bro? And Malik's what? He's like 24? Yeah, he's a young, young dude. Stuff, mm. man. It's not, not good. It's not good look. 
Can't be doing that. Yeah. Well. Oh, did you? We speak. Well, speaking of that, actually, sorry, D. Did y'all see the new COVID restrictions for the league this year? They're no not allowed to go to well, that. They're not allowed <laughs> to go to nightclubs, bars, um, like any kind of like uh, basically establishment, anything like that. They're not allowed to go to any type of entertainment venues throughout the season. Oh, that's the Lou Williams rule. That's exactly <laughs> no what lemon pepper. But you know what's gonna happen now, right? They're gonna bring the strip club to the hotel room. Oh, yeah, 15 people though. Yeah. Start doing conjugal visits at the bubble. I can't imagine how these rules are gonna how how these are gonna stay followed. Like it, I think it depends how big the bubble gets. If if they do the bubble in somewhere as small, not small, but if they are like, they doing the bubble again? That's what I thought. They're not doing a bubble. Nah, there's, there's no way they can do a bubble for a, a whole season for for everybody. They're not doing the bubble. They're doing regular. They're they're playing in regular arenas. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because that's why what's it called? Playing in Tampa, I think. The Raptors. They're playing in Tampa this year. Okay. So they're doing. They're not doing the bubble concept this year, which is scary because you see what's going on with the NFL and and the MLB and stuff, and you're like, like but, you just can't. Again, like it's one thing if the players can be safe, but like players go back to their homes and their families, and you can't yeah. expect the players' families to just stay indoors for the NBA season so that the players won't get infected. Like it, it like they got it, kids going to school, like right. So it's, uh, it's like, unrealistic. Yo, what in my still eyes. To, I don't know. I don't know how well it's gonna work. Like like I said, they got kids going to school. You got parents have to go shopping. You've got them going from facilities to facilities and stuff like. We'll see how well this works, but we've seen with the NFL that it doesn't. So, yeah, the one thing I will say is the NFL had a horrible plan. They actually didn't have a plan at the start of the season, and they made some, they scrapped together some plan like a week before a training camp started. So, hopefully, the NBA has seen, has looked at that and tried to be more proactive. But I agree, I still have a tough time imagining how this is going to work out for an entire season. Unless you put them dudes in a hotel for a couple of months and just be like, yo. (laughs) I feel like that almost encourages it, though, you know? Like, if you, like, trap a person and say you have to stay here, like, your natural instinct is like, nah, fuck that. I'm an adult. I'm going to do what I want to do, you know? Like, even even when you have to think about, you know, your games and making money in the league, like, people naturally want to be around other people. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that would be something to consider. That'd be like a making all this money to play ball anyway. So mm-hmm. <laughs> could, right. could you sacrifice a couple months to do that? I would hope that people could. I would hope. You know? Did y'all see any um, free agent signings or trades that you really liked? That's what I'm talking about the Darwall trade. That was yeah. – I'm going to give my two cents on that to start off. So who, who won was the trade first? The winner of that trade, I say, has to be the Rockets just because they get a first-round pick. <laughs> that is literally the only reason. I feel like it's the most irrelevant trade of, of, like, high-quality players of all time because it doesn't necessarily help either team in, either, in any way. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like both teams – are still the same exact team as they were before the trade. The only thing I, I liked is that the Rockets got John Wall and he gets to play with DeMarcus Cousins again. Outside of that, like, I, like if I'm Bradley Beal, I'm pissed. Because I was like, at least John Wall packs the ball. Right, I was about to say, like, I think, yeah. 
now you got to play with Russell Westbrook and have to deal with, like, that shit all the time. Like, him thinking he's a knockdown shooter, shooting eight threes a game and shooting, like, 12%. Like, he's like, yeah. bro, I'm open. I saw the Rockets have now had the three worst contracts in the league for, like, the past three years with Chris Paul's contract, Russ's contract, and now John Wall's contract. All, like, over $40 million a year, and they all still had, like, over two years when they had the players or something. Chris's might have been like a high thirties. Question on I, that though. Huh. Do they get paid? Does John Wall's contract like are those years like already gone now? So like for example, like if he missed the season for like you know he missed two straight seasons, does his contract like stay in place? So like, is it still year like two on the contract, or is it like they've already moved past? So he gets paid that yeah. money still. Oh, I would imagine. God. I guess it probably thank depends God. on how it's written. And we, and we had money's guaranteed, isn't it? Yeah. It is, but like but in but like count contracts are written differently depending on, you know, like who writes it and the players. So like they might I'm have pretty sure John Wall got all his money. I would imagine he probably did, but there Just, could be something where he kinda, get all of it. He was kind of um he's like Gilbert Arenas' son. <laughs> hey, Gilbert Arenas got, got all that money too. Definitely got the bag, yeah. People like Richard Lewis got all that money. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I definitely feel for Brad, though, because, like, John and Brad worked well because John is, like, a real point guard. Like, he's looking to set his dudes up. So, like, he he, he played so well off of Brad. But now, like, Russ still will set players up, but, like, he's definitely trying to get his first, and then he's looking to dish off. But – I don't know. Washington still becomes a really good team in the East. They sh- they should still compete. Hopefully, I, I think I, yeah. The Rockets. I think Rockets I agree with Mook in the fact that they the Rockets get rid of Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Or, or I agree with Mook that the Rockets win, but I differ in the fact that the Rockets got rid of Russell Westbrook. I think he needs to. I think he needs to. Uh, Russell. I think Russell needs to change his. Oops. What do you think, <laughs> Nah, that's a good look. I love John Wall, man. Like I love, just yeah, following him since the since the Kentucky days. Even though I'm not a Kentucky fan, but I will say that uh, I really him, Demarcus uh, Cousins, and uh, Eric Eric Bledsoe when they played for Kentucky, that was like that was very fun to watch. So I'm yeah. I'm really excited for that. Um, and yeah, I mean that does suck for Bradley Bill because Russell Westbrook is a score first guard. Um, and Bradley Bill is a bucket, you know, I saw him go for 40 against the Celtics, like in person, like seeing him ball out and it's just like within the flow of a game. So it'd be, it'd be cool to see. It'd be interesting to see what that adjustment will look like for him. You two being Celtics fans, does that team scare you at all? Does that team worry you at all? No, no. not in the slightest, not just you. Kemba's got to guard Russ now. Somebody's got to stop Kemba. What you do is you probably end up put like in that situation. Like I don't know who else their fifth start their fifth starter would be, because I know Rui will probably start at the four, and I don't know. Uh, like I don't know if they'll start the rookie. Tommy, so who would it be? Oh yeah, you can. So Thomas essentially, Ryan, and I, then, see, yeah. I don't know the four is. Yeah. Uh, essentially he's speaking, still I guess you can kind of throw. Yeah, he's still there. Maybe Bertoff starts for him, and Rui starts at the three. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. So essentially, you probably put Kimba on Russell Westbrook, but like you play him and help so much that like it really doesn't affect you as much, or you'll just He's go zone against him. him. Yeah, yeah, because like at the end of the day, like 
as long as you just keep Russ out of the paint, he can't really hurt you. Yeah. It's not like Kimba's at like it's not like Kimba's guarding like Kyrie or something like where like he's gonna give you a bunch of moves and like Break he can down. score in all yeah. exactly he can score in three different areas that you're like really worried about it. And plus, Kimba's not even playing for like the first however long of the season. So at that point, it's like we're gonna have yeah. I feel he like Russ that. is only effective really during like transition. Like he wants to just get out and run and like in the half court he's down the court. Yeah, that's that's what they that's what you see. But like, I still feel like Russ has got a good back to the basket game. He can't use it. He couldn't use it in Houston, but like, he can post up guards and he will hit that mid range. Like he can do that, and then obviously he can finish in transition. But like I still think if you if he's on a team that slows down the pace and isn't just a three and layup team then you might see more back-to-the-basket post-ups for, for guards and more of his mid-range like he used to. Celtics to just do the, the the easy solution to stopping Russell Westbrook, to let 2-3 on him. I mean, yeah. you can't just get into the paint the whole time. Right. <laughs> like, oh, he's like, damn, I got to hit a jump shot now? Right. Yeah, but you mean, can you do a 2-3 when you've got Brad, when you've got Bertans, when you got – I think Thomas Bryant can kind of step out and shoot it, but – but yeah, that, um, then but again, I mean, that's like Russ has to make that adjustment, though, because I mean, if yeah. if he's if he's looking for Brad, then you in trouble. Yes, you got to come out of that two three because Brad's yeah. just gonna shoot you out of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you like favorite, you favorite the two three two people though. You favorite so like you see how um when the Lakers played play Houston in the playoffs, how they pretty much just favored Russell Westbrook getting jump shots. They'll ha- help off of him. And just kind of leave him, and just make sure they'll find the nearest shooter. So yeah. like, like when Cleveland beat the Warriors in the finals, they just kept favoring giving other people jump shots. If they hit him, so what? We'll live with it. But like, we're just gonna make sure Clay and Steph don't get wide open jump shots. We'll let Iguodala and Draymond and whoever else is out there. We'll let them get Harrison Barnes. We'll let them get mm-hmm. those jump shots off. Right. You just favor you favor the lesser of the shooters getting shots, and you live with the result. Yeah, and generally, you're usually good with that. Hmm. I mean, they'll be an interesting team to watch. Like, they'll definitely be a playoff team, but I don't think they're in that top tier anymore. Like, I don't think I, mean, I don't think going, having him is going to make them, like, I don't think they're better than Miami. I don't think they're better than Milwaukee. I don't think they're better than Boston. I don't think they're better than Brooklyn. I don't even think they're not better than Toronto. I don't think they're better nah, than – their end of the playoff like uh, race. They're but, fighting I mean, with like, yeah. Brad's like Brad's a all NBA player. Like Brad should be realistically, he should be an all NBA guard. He's an, he should be an all star. So like that, and when you saw where the team was towards the end of the year, they could have potentially could have done something. But like, so I think adding Russ realistically should add up to your wins. It just depends on how Russ is going to play. But I don't even like that kind of narrative of it. It like depends on how Russ is going to play. Like, I think that team should be well enough to get into the playoffs. And if they get yeah. into the playoffs, you don't necessarily like want to play against them. You know, they you might be able to exploit some matchups, but like you don't really want to play against a Brad Beal and Russ in the playoffs, even though Russ hasn't had great success. But I don't know, that's how I feel. Like, Yo, I think Russ that isn't, he doesn't make his teammates better. Like you said, Russ does, doesn't make his teammates better. No, no. He doesn't. He doesn't. Not at all. Look at okay, like look at. Look I feel like he's one-dimensional, right? uh, Reem. I feel like, like I said, I just feel like he, he'll just get out and go. That's what that's what he wants to do. Like he's not looking for anybody else. He'll put his head down and he'll just go and make a play. Like look at look at everybody's before and afters with Russ. 
Exactly. What happens? Like you look at so when Kevin, so Kevin Durant, they were like, okay, like you know, he can't win. Obviously, he left and went to Golden State, so like that's like an outlier, right? But then you look at he got Sabonis and Victor Oladipo, and everybody thought it was literally just Russ playing with a bunch of bums. As soon as they left and went to Indiana, each of them have made an All Star game since then. Yeah. So like you can't say these guys were scrubs like they didn't get significantly better in a year that they became all-stars. Then Dennis Schroeder, as soon as Russell Westbrook left, he turns into an all-star count, not an all-star count player, but a starting, you know, a a starting man, player. Exactly. Six man a year type pro, um, guy. I mean, James they Harden they was got a six man on the, on that OKC team. Yeah. I mean, that was like a completely different situation. So I won't call James Harden as the difference between Russell Westbrook and not because like, a lot of times at the end of those games when they were all together, James Harden had the ball in his hand at the end of the game. They knew who the they knew who the facilitator was at the end of the game. He was clearly the better facilitator. Like I I said time and time again, I would have much rather had James Harden with um um Kevin Durant than I would have had Russell Westbrook with Kevin Durant. They should have gotten rid of Russell Westbrook. They didn't see it at the time, but James Harden was much better facilitator and could play better with Kevin Durant. Than Russell Westbrook could because he could shoot the ball better. But obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. But then you look at Oklahoma City; they thought they were going to completely fall off a cliff after Russell Westbrook left, and somehow they ended up being the same position they were in before Russell Westbrook left. And actually, more how competitive. Much that is like, game it, how much of that is having Chris Paul? Is having is getting Shea? Is you know getting they lost uh, they lost Paul George. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, well, what do you mean then? Why is that? They lost two All Stars for Chris Paul, who I don't think was an All Star the last year, was he? Last year? No. Before, so. no, with the Rockets. His last year with the Rockets, oh, he wasn't an All Star. So, no. so, like, they lost. So you could say they had Russell Westbrook left and stuff like that, but they pretty much kept the same exact team. Probably got lesser talent because um, Schroeder was there. Um, obviously, Stephen Adams was there. Was Schroeder there the year before? Yeah, because he played with sure Russ. Yeah, he, he did play with Russ. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, he had the same – it was pretty much the same exact team, and the team became more competitive with Chris Paul. I think so – they, um, they, they swapped Gallinari out Shea. came from Clippers, too, I think. Yeah, they swapped out oh, yeah, CP, Shea, and Gallo for Russ and PG. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 And, and mind you, Shea was a rookie. Shea – we're saying Shea's name, like, because we know how Shea plays now. But at the yeah. time, Shea – Jay was a rookie. He was still they coming out the next year. Was that rookie year? I think yeah, it was the Yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, his rookie year was the, with the Clippers. Yeah. So he was, so I mean, he was still coming off the bat. So I'm pretty sure it was his second year. Yeah, it was the second year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sophomore year. Got you. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So you look at it. So essentially speaking, you couldn't say, like, there was no significant difference in both of those teams. They just performed better. With Chris Paul running it, than they did with Russell Westbrook running it. And, and Paul George is the only one who the jury's still out on. And that might be because Paul George is just as crazy as Russell Westbrook. Not in the Paul same George. way. Not in That's the same way, knows. but he, he's no, tapped. He might be no tapped. No bullshit. Like, no bullshit. Paul George fucked everything up. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the. I'm in the. I'm off the Paul George train. Like, I, I used to like Paul George uh, as a player. Ever since he left Indiana, it's been downhill for him. Yeah. Like mentally, like mentally, he's mentally weak. 
Yeah. And you can kind of, I mean, I'm not, not the one to speak about another man in his relationships, but the the baby mamas and wow. and the his choices of companions, yeah. You know, shit's not altogether in his personal <laughs> life either, is what I'm saying. So that might translate oh, to man. what's going on on the court. All Paul I'm George. saying too is God. I was gonna say Paul George irks me because of his lack of awareness when he talks to the media. He makes yeah. up excuses. He says one thing, no and then weeks later he says something. Exactly. Did you guys see the all the smoke he did with yeah. um, Doc? Right. Like, it, yeah, and the way he's just he's just blaming the coaches, blaming the play calling, like not taking accountability. Yeah. Like yeah, stuff like do. that just gets to me when you're a <laughs> professional and you and the thing of, you you had a bad series. Just take ownership for it and move on. You know. Exactly. And the thing about it is too, like I thought personally, I thought Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes would have called him out for it. Right. And like I, I usually because like they're those types of people that like they don't care what you think, like they're gonna say exactly gonna what say they it. feel. And yeah. I thought that's what they would have said because Stephen Jackson is. They don't do it with certain players. They don't do it with. They yeah. didn't do it with. They knew he was meant. Because nope. yeah, no, because they, they knew who, they knew that I think they knew the audience. Like at that point, like Katie's yeah. mentally weak, Paul George is mentally weak. They wouldn't have been able to handle it. the episode. Would have yeah. ended right then. Like they would have got up mm-hmm. and walked out or something like that. Yeah. But, like, Steven Jackson, for the player that Steven Jackson is, because he's always the person that takes accountability for his actions, like, at the end of the day, he's always he's always taking accountability for the malice in the palace. Like, he said, I wasn't going up there to fight somebody, but when I saw those four people on there, yes, I went up there and fought. Like, he's always, he's always completely taking actions for what he's done. Matt Barnes the same way. He told the exact story of what happened between him and Derek um, Fisher, and he's owned up to it, like, yeah, I chased him out. Like, he was like, that's what it was. Like, he's never, like, sugarcoating, like, you know, maybe I should have done this better. Like, no, I'm telling you how it is. And it's always been a thing with Paul George where it's, like, it seems like it's never on him. It's on, like, his surroundings. So, like, when they lost – when they were up on Miami 3-2, was that 3-2? Um, when he was in Indiana, um, was that, like, 2013, 2014, whatever? It seemed like ever since then, that was like the peak of Paul George, and that's why everybody thought he was going to turn into a super superstar. And then the injury happened, and ever since then, it seems like he's blamed everybody else for his shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Like he's been, he's been more of a cancerous player than a help to his team at this point. It's that or injuries. It's like when he was in OKC, it's injuries. When he was at yeah. you know LA, it's it's his shoulder. It's this. It's that. It's like, yeah. He doesn't seem to. When a big moment come arises, it doesn't seem like Paul George is made for it. Mm-hmm. He seems like a better Robin, so maybe it's better that he's with Kawhi Leonard because he's a better Robin than than he likes to be the background person. Except he walks in the media and talks like you know, like he's the number. Yeah, I mean, I th- I still think he could have been a great fit for Braun, like the way he plays. But you well, know, that's like my he point. Was, is that he's is that LeBron? Too. LeBron molds the the players he plays with. Like he he gets them battle tech, kind of like Kobe did at like towards the end, but yeah. like in in a way Jordan did too. But he battle tests them and he gets them ready for what it for, gets them ready to do what it takes or to go through what it takes to win. And that's just not what I see Russell Westbrook do at all. Yeah. To just bring no, a full I mean, cycle back to Russ. <laughs> yeah, Russ Russ is not a. Um a person that's going to set up his teammates or make players better like LeBron, but I would argue nobody is. But I I see you guys' point. He's definitely not somebody that's going to highly – he's not going to bring up the level of his teammates as much as you would probably like given his ability. So, Like I think – That's a fair point. If 
I think in the NBA, there's like obviously there's some guys that are alphas and guys that want to be background guys. I look at alphas as like yeah, right now actually the only alpha I really think is like LeBron. I think Draymond Green's an alpha too. He's an alpha for that team, and that's why he gets guys in line. That's why Kevin Durant. That's why Kevin Durant couldn't take playing with Draymond Green because Draymond Green is one of those people that holds people accountable no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So like there's certain people like well, like you said LeBron like molds guys to get him that championship mindset. Because, like, if you look at, you know, I, you can't really use Kyrie as a, a person because, obviously, he was, he was like, what, 20 years old when LeBron came? 21, something like 20, that. He was young. 23, 22. Yeah, 23. he was, like, real young when, when, when LeBron came yeah. there. But, like, at the end of the day, like, LeBron molded him and put him in position. Like, LeBron called him out, like, nah, this is your shot now. You take this last shot. And the same thing with AD. I felt like he's molded AD to becoming more of an alpha because AD's mm-hmm. personality is not being an alpha. Yeah, and like I can't really say that about Kawhi because I don't know how much Kawhi is of an alpha. His game does his talking for him, but like in both his situations that he won a championship, I felt like there was an alpha personality there. Like when he was with the Spurs, there was a culture set up, so there wasn't really an alpha structure there. It wasn't like there was a person that was exactly pops the alpha. Tim Duncan was you know mentally an alpha. Tony Parker's been an alpha. Like. And Ginobili's an alpha. Like they had, they had a great thing in place where it's like you don't have to be the alpha. You can be our best player without having to be the alpha. Same thing with with um, Toronto. Toronto had a great setup for him. Like I think Kyle Lowry's that alpha. Kyle Lowry's, and like for the Celtics right now, Marcus Smart is our alpha. Now to a fault sometimes because typically you want your alpha to be your one, you know, one or three best players on the team. And Marcus Smart's not one of our three best players. <laughs> so it comes off very bad a lot of times. But he is most certainly our alpha. Like, you kind of want it to be like a Jalen Brown or somebody like that to be your alpha. Or a Kimball Walker. And I think maybe this season, Kimball Walker can be an alpha, but... If he gets on the court. Yeah, that's true. A lot of it has to do with his availability. You think Jason Tatum's going to be that alpha now? Now that Jason he, Tatum uh, can't be an alpha. Jason now that he got that deal... No, like he can't, can't be, be an alpha, alpha move. He's he's not mentally feelings. there. Yeah, he's he he's doesn't have Kobe. He wants to be Kobe Bryant, but doesn't have Kobe Bryant's mindset. In terms he's of still uh, young, what do you mean by it? say say more about that? What do you mean by it? Kobe Bryant was when Kobe Bryant was 18 years old. He had that mindset that he was the best player on the floor. Jason Tatum just assumes that it's given to him at this point. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't have that. He doesn't have a killer. He doesn't have a killer mindset. Like at the end of the game, right? Who do we put the ball? In? Whose hands do we put the ball at the end of the game? Who the ball should you? Or who who, who has it? In general, it's Kimba Walker that has the ball yeah. in his hands at the end of the game. We can't run. If we run something for Tatum, it's going to be a bad shot. Uh, that's going to yeah. be a sidestep jump shot. That's what I was going to get to. Always a sidestep jump shot. Well, I he think he, he has the mentality. Shot. Like he had, he wants to be like that. You know, Kobe, Paul Pierce, like top player. But it, I, I still think it's his IQ. It's like his decision making in late games, where like like you say, he's taking that sidestep, you know, fall away three, where he could he could get a better shot if he really wanted to. It's it's that Duke mindset. It was like yo 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 chill chill chill, <laughs> chill 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 chill. I knew he was gonna do that. Chill out. <laughs> chill out. We won't just be the yo, score. We up. can't be an shut out. It was a straight face. It's that Duke mindset. Yo, I knew he was going there too. I know he was going there. Yeah, you need to you need to be coached by you need to be you need to be coached by you know 
a tough coach. Like you need to be like a Tom Izzo guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, don't say Cal, because he just throw money at you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he gets alphas. <laughs> we breed alphas at Kentucky. Mm, he breeds in alphas. Yeah, but like I think mm. I mean obviously it's still young in his career, but how many years is he in now? Like four or five now? This is four. It's gotta be like four. He just signed his contract. This is four. Yeah. This is fourth. Okay. So like obviously yeah. he can develop it, but like watching Kobe at like so at he came in the league at like ninety seven by like what ninety nine he was an all star. Ninety six, he was an all star in the third year. He was, he was also like a second or third year. Ninety eight. Obviously right? it was yeah, he was also yeah, ninety eight. He was in his second season. Michael Jordan's last technically his last season. People don't want to count the wizards year, so I'll just count 98 is Michael Jones last season. <laughs> but even at that point, obviously Shaq was the alpha on the team, but Kobe started becoming an alpha. Maybe Tatum can eventually turn into that, but I don't I don't see it with him. He just seemed kind of soft to me. Yeah, I, I still think it goes back to like he's young, so he's got potential, but it's very much for me, it's his decision making. And I still think some of it's like Brad is Brad seems like a coach that just kind of lets players do their thing at the end of the game. And that maybe isn't the best thing for Tatum, who maybe could benefit from more structure at the end. Or like you said, having Kemba, you know, hold the ball at the end to kind of see, you know, better ways to run end game sets or, you know, how to get the shots you're really looking for, how to play matchups, how to do stuff like that. You know, the stuff you see like Chris Paul and LeBron and Rondo and, and and even Kawhi to a certain degree and Harden kind of doing at the end of the games where they're really looking for, you know, th those matchups and really playing the end of the game. Yeah. And as much as I love Harden too, Harden's not an alpha either. You don't think so? You don't think no, so? No, that's why he needed Chris Paul. Yeah, he's not an alpha. I feel like he and needed bro, Chris Paul. I'm a, I'm a, you can ask anybody. I'm a huge James Harden fan, but James Harden is not an alpha. That's interesting. Because why? What makes him not an alpha? Well, I mean, he really doesn't have anybody else. It's mental. It's, it's, it's all his mindset. Yeah. You don't think he's yeah. a killer like that? He doesn't. It's not being a killer. It's he doesn't have the winning. He doesn't have the. He doesn't have the intangibles to do whatever it takes to win a basketball game. Mm, I got you. Like he's not like as good as a defender as he's become. He's not one of those people where it's like like. Look at what happened in the playoffs. Like how LeBron, when he was like, okay, Jamal Murray is fucking us up. Let me go guard him now. Mm -hmm. Or like when Jimmy Butler was getting off, AD was like, let me guard him. Then LeBron was like, let me guard him. Or like even like a Rondo, that's an alpha right there. Obviously, he's never going to be your best player, except for the 2010 Celtics where he was our best player. But like he has that mindset where it's like, bro, we're going to find a way to win at all costs. Dwayne Wade's the same way. You have to get people that was like, yo, whatever needs to be done to win this game, I'm going to find a way. James Harden gets to a point where it's like, well, if it's it, not going to be the easy way out, then it's not my way. You, you saw that with Chris Paul on the Rockets. He did it till he hurt himself. Yeah. Couldn't go no yeah, more. Maybe. And it, with James, it's like, I feel like there's like another, like, I, I just don't feel like he leaves 100% on the court. Nope. Like, he leaves 100% at the strip club, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> 120. Uh, I, I wish – do you think the, Do you think Houston's offense is going to change a lot because yeah, Tony's gone now? To. So, like, I'm interested to see how James plays this year because I think that could be a, a real big determining factor in 
are we going to still see the the dribble for 20, 20 seconds and then a shot, or is it actually going to be more sets and more, more kind of a, you know, basketball offense. So I think that would make a big difference as to like the effort you kind of see from him, because I can understand the way he's been playing the past two, three years. It, I can understand why he takes plays off on defense. Like I don't agree yeah. that he should, but I can understand why he does that because he's everything for that offense. He's got maybe like the highest more balanced, rate. Right. Maybe if it's more balanced, then maybe he can put more to defense. Maybe his mindset changed. Maybe something clicks for him. But I, I see what you're saying where he, it doesn't seem like he always does everything he possibly can. Probably more, more so on the defensive end, but even offensively, you know, giving the ball up a little bit more, um, even though he is a great playmaker and assist leader. But yeah, just making different decisions, different plays at the end of the game. Like his, the biggest thing, the biggest knock I have on him is, and he's been put in the position where, like, obviously it's a sink or swim situation. Like, if he was really an alpha, I'm sorry, as good as Golden State was in, was that 2017? You've got to find a way to win that game. Mm. Like, how much were they up? They were like 13, right? Talking the game where they missed like 20 something threes? Yeah. Yeah. Like, at the yeah, end of the day, yeah. like, I, I'll give them the refs will horrible that game. Like, there was a lot of bad calls during that game. A lot <laughs> yeah. of bad calls. But I'm saying, like, at the end of the day, like, you've got to find a way to pull that one out. Like, there's yeah. no way. You had Golden State shook. You would have shocked the league, probably would have went on to win a championship. We're looking at you completely different now if you win mm-hmm. that game. And he's had opportunities to do that the whole time. Like, when they made that 3-1 comeback against the Clippers, Right. That wasn't sparked because of James Harden playing well. James Harden was on a bench. Josh Smith is the one that sparked that comeback. Yeah. Think about that. Josh Smith, you were on the bench. The series, the series was over, and then Josh Smith took over game, um, game five. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Do y'all do y'all believe the the stories about how Harden wanted to go to the Nets and now all those are not true and he he's okay with staying in Houston right now? Long as they got rid of Russ, that's probably his mindset. I don't know. Man. <laughs> I don't know if I can believe that. Like there were stories, you know, him and KD were talking. Him and Kyrie were cool with it. You know, like he really. The stories when they first broke, it's like he wants out. You know, he wants to be. Uh, I think it was well, like because yeah, he turned down fifty-two million. He because he turned the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if I can believe that minute. he's that okay. you know he's okay now and that he didn't actually want him get out of Houston. Is he, like, betting on himself with this? Like, will he make even more at the end of it? Or, like, I, I don't know how you don't take that 52. Yeah. I don't or that 100 it. mil, really, is a two-year contract. 100 mil in two years. I think he was trying to force his – I think he was trying to force his hand to make them do something. Trade him, yeah. Like, so either – not even just trade him. It was, like, get me in a better situation where it's, like, pretty much get Russ out of here. Give me some help. Because it seemed like he really – I don't know how true it is, but it said it seemed like he really wanted to play with um, John Wall. Okay. If he plays and off the ball a little bit more, I'd love to see that. Yeah. I think him and John Wall could really work because, one, I think John Wall's a better defender than Russell Westbrook is. He's a better shooter, better passer. I don't think he's – obviously, he's not a better player than, than Russell Westbrook is, but I think he's a better fit with – with um with uh with the card with Harden, because mm. I feel like he plays he's a good facilitator. Because it was like a few times I want to say he led the league in assists, like maybe two or three times or something. Oh, John. Yeah. 
I think he's led the league in assists. He's definitely been up there at least.